Hello and welcome. This is Susan Lopresti and you are listening to the Susan Lopresti Wellness Mind, Body and Soul Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm so grateful to my listeners and I really truly hope that I am adding value to your day by bringing you great content on the topic of midlife women's health and overall wellness and how we can maintain good health for many years to come. Honestly, what is more important than having good health? The purpose of my podcast and the mission behind my health coaching business is to give midlife women the necessary tools to transition into this wonderful time of life easily and effortlessly so that we can continue to live long, healthy, happy, productive lives for many years to come. I help women to achieve wellness through many healing modalities besides just the food on your plate. Health is holistic, and I like to get to the root cause of symptoms instead of putting a Band-Aid on them with a prescription drug. I try not to resort to taking drugs to manage an illness. I prefer to heal the illness by doing everything to support good health holistically. Now, I'm not saying that prescriptions are bad. They certainly are not at all bad, but we need to understand why we're having the symptoms that we're having and what we can do in order to heal. So once we understand why we're having the symptoms, then we get to the understanding and we begin to know what it is we need to do in order to heal. So two life events that happen when you're in your 40s and your 50s is perimenopause in your 40s and generally menopause when you reach your 50s. You will know when these events are beginning to occur because you will undoubtedly have very real symptoms that can sometimes feel impossible to alleviate no matter what you try. Your hormones are fluctuating, and in particular, estrogen is on the decline. And that is when you begin to notice the first signs of perimenopause and menopause. Estrogen is a hormone that controls many bodily functions. Hormones are special chemicals made by parts of the body called the glands. They are messengers that tell other parts of the body how and when to work. These include sex and brain function, growth and the breakdown of food. When hormones are out of balance, symptoms can occur. So what can you expect during this time of your life? All these wonderful symptoms will begin to happen. And I don't mean to make a joke out of it, but I do want to keep it light in some way because 
I believe that they can be managed with the right tools. Here's what you can expect to be getting as symptoms. Maybe not all of them, but certainly some of them. So you may be experiencing hot flashes or night sweats, hot palpitations, migraine headaches, breast swelling and tenderness, heavy menstrual periods, fibroids, you may have loss of sexual desire, you may have vaginal dryness or painful intercourse. These are all topics that we will get to in depth on other days, but these are just some of the symptoms. Also, urinary symptoms like incontinence, skin issues such as collagen becoming thinner as our hormones drop, bone loss, another big topic for another day, mood swings. You want to pay attention because mood swings may be a signal from your inner wisdom trying to get your attention. Insomnia, fuzzy thinking, these are just some of the symptoms that you may experience. As time goes on, you may start to notice that you feel more aches and pains than you used to. That's because estrogen helps to reduce inflammation. As estrogen levels decline, inflammation may increase, causing discomfort and menopause-related arthritis as well. So what helps with inflammation during menopause is the foods that we eat. So we want to look at that. We want to fill up on anti-inflammatory foods. Again, that's a really big topic for another day, but I will just let you know what do I mean by real foods? And, you know, for today's discussion, what I mean by real foods is if it comes out of the ground or off of a tree, it's healthy and it's anti-inflammatory. If you do choose to eat animal protein, and I don't have a judgment either way on that, let it always be Certified USDA Organic Grass-Fed. If you eat fish, it should be USDA Certified Organic Wild-Caught. You want to get some exercise. Walking is great because it doesn't put any stress on your body at all. Even if you have back pain, it's recommended to walk because it helps to just keep you loose and keep you moving and keep you glowing. Exercise doesn't have to mean that you're going to the gym if that's not your thing. Maybe you want to try yoga or maybe you love yoga. So do yoga. You can start with beginner's yoga or restorative yoga. These are great ways just to introduce it into your new regime and see what it is that you like. You want to also keep tabs on your weight because excess pounds means excess pounding on your joints as you move. So 
losing even a few pounds. And I know that weight loss can be tough during menopause transition, but losing a few pounds can mean exponential relief for your knees and your ankles. You want to lift weights, which builds muscle and makes you stronger. Doing squats and leg exercises helps you to maintain strong balance. And balance is very important because as we age, we tend to not be as balanced as when we were younger. And that is why you hear about the elderly who fall and break a hip, which can actually kill you. So we hear a lot about the elderly and falling, but we can prevent that by making sure we are moving our bodies daily. Another thing to always consider, especially when working out, is to stay hydrated. While you increase your physical activity, it's important to drink an appropriate amount of water. As we age, we have less water to lose before becoming dehydrated. Seniors, on average, should drink six to eight glasses of water each day, more if you consume a lot of caffeine. If drinking a lot of water doesn't appeal to you or fills you up too much, keep in mind that you don't have to drink it all at once. Instead, you can sip water throughout the course of the day and your evening. Staying hydrated can help to keep constipation at bay, reduce your risk of urinary tract infections, respiratory infections, and also kidney stones. Staying hydrated decreases your chances of falls. It keeps you from feeling sluggish or foggy in your thinking. So remember that sipping on 100% real fruit juice that is fresh squeezed or juiced through a juicer or having milk or nut butter milk clear broths, herbal teas, and other healthy liquids all count towards your requirements of drinking. So drink up as much as you enjoy. Some of the other symptoms that pop up during perimenopause and menopause are related to our thyroid function. And thyroid problems are very common during perimenopause through postmenopausal years. Some women's symptoms are asymptomatic, but others have a wide variety of symptoms. Among the most common are mood disturbances such as depression and irritability. Also, low energy, weight gain, mental confusion, difficulty thinking and focusing muscle weakness, constipation, brittle fingernails, sleep disturbances, slower speech or movement, muscle and joint pain, swollen ankles, legs and feet, dry skin. All of these symptoms 
may be an indication that your thyroid is not working properly. From a holistic standpoint of health, thyroid dysfunction develops because of an energy blockage in the throat region, the result of a lifetime of swallowing words that a woman is aching to say. In the name of preserving harmony, or because she has learned to live as a relatively helpless member of her family or social group, she has learned to stifle herself and her self-expression. She may, in fact, have struggled to have her say because in her closest relationships, she has been defined as insignificant. In order for this complex state to be resolved, a woman might need to take not only hormones and thyroid medication, but also look at what parts of her life and her interpersonal relationships need to change. I know for me personally, I believe this played a huge part in me developing hypothyroidism in the first place because I was diagnosed in my early 40s with hypothyroidism. And it was at that very uh, same time that I was married to a man who was and who actually still is an active alcoholic. And in order to keep peace, and not have the craziness of the disease surface, I kept very quiet on many occasions just to avoid a huge fight which would turn extremely ugly. And because I had a young daughter at the time who had already witnessed more than any child should ever have to witness, I learned to keep my mouth shut and not invite trouble into the house. So I was certainly one who swallowed my words and repressed my feelings of how I truly felt. And this is a really great topic for another episode that I will really get into deep. But for today, let's look at thyroid problems from a more conventional medicine standpoint. So several different problems can arise when your thyroid produces too much hormone or hypothyroidism and not enough, which is hypothyroidism. So your thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland that's located at the base of your neck, just below the center of your throat. It's part of an intricate network of glands called the endocrine system. And your endocrine system is responsible for coordinating many of your body's activities. So your thyroid gland manufactures hormones that regulate your body's metabolism. If you have hyperthyroidism, you may notice yourself losing a great deal of weight because your metabolism has sped up. You may feel very supercharged up or even nervous and anxious. 
you will always feel like you are on high alert. You may have a hard time falling asleep and staying asleep. You may notice that your hair is thinning or it's getting brittle. You will certainly notice that your fingernails have become brittle and also rigid at times. These are just some of the symptoms that you may experience because of a thyroid condition. If you have hypothyroidism, you may be gaining weight even though you're not eating any differently than you always have. You may be trying to step up your exercise routine and you're still having a hard time losing weight. That's because your metabolism has slowed down and you're not burning energy efficiently. You will also be tired most of the time. You'll have trouble getting up in the morning. You'll have very foggy thoughts and forgetfulness. You'll have no motivation. You may also feel slightly depressed and have no zest for life. In my health coaching programs, I cover the topic of thyroid and our metabolism and what can be done if you suspect that you have a thyroid condition. This discussion of this topic is very deep, but here are some things to consider. If symptoms for menopause have become very uncomfortable for you. So I would highly recommend that you see a functional medicine doctor to test your hormones. A functional medicine doctor will assess your blood work and be able to identify why some of your symptoms are happening. Maybe exactly what you need to eliminate some of these symptoms. Another recommendation that a functional medicine doctor will most likely recommend is going on bioidentical hormones once your blood work has come back with your hormone results. Bioidentical hormones are defined as man-made hormones that are very similar to the hormones produced by the human body. Common hormones that are matched are estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. These are then used as treatment for men and women whose own hormones are low or out of balance. Some prescription forms of bioidentical hormones are pre-made by a drug company. Other forms are custom-made by a pharmacist based on a doctor's orders, and these are called compounding. If they are compounded, they need to be filled at a special compounding pharmacy. My intention here in regards to bioidentical hormones is to bring it to your awareness because if you see a conventional gynecologist, chances are very high that they are not going to be talking to you about this option for menopausal relief. They may, however, suggest going on birth control pills for relief. Either way, what I suggest is that you do your own research. Again, here I mention bio-individuality because what is one woman's poison 
is another woman's pleasure. I personally have been on bioidentical hormones for over 11 years now, and they have allowed me to sail through menopause effortlessly. I believe all of my symptoms of menopause melted away once I was on bioidentical hormones, and I changed the way I ate, what I ate, and when I ate. Incorporating some of these changes have improved the quality of my life in so many ways. Another healing modality that improved the quality of my health during my menopausal years was when I began utilizing essential oils into my daily routine. In my next episode, I will be talking all about using essential oils and how to incorporate them into your life to improve your menopausal symptoms. I hope that you found this episode valuable. And if you did, I would be so grateful for you to leave me a comment and to subscribe to my podcast. If you know of anyone who you believe would benefit from this podcast, would you please do me a favor and share it with them? That would mean the world to me. Again, thank you for joining. I am so honored that you have chosen to spend your valuable time with me. And I truly hope that I was able to add value to your day and more importantly, to your health. If you like to be a part of my community on Facebook, you can request to join me at my group called Heal to Rejuvenate. Until the next time, be well, be happy, and bye for now.